Hello, my lovely listener, and welcome to Stace Cadet, a cosmic podcast show that taps into astrology and divination to bring forth messages of motivation and guidance for your journey here on planet Earth. I'm your host, Stace Orion, and it is officially a new year, a new dawn, a new life. And it's feeling good. Join me as we ask spirit and the ancestors where we are in our collective journey and how we can make the most of this new year energy. Hello, hello. Okay, I'm so excited for this episode because as cheesy as it may sound, I'm so moved by this new year energy. I don't know what it is. The last couple of days, uh, rough, not good, not, not great really. But for whatever reason, the energy has been flipped around I think because a lot of planets are out of retrograde now, Jupiter is out of retrograde, Mercury is out of retrograde, and we can, in essence, start moving forward. And not just moving forward for the sake of moving forward, but moving forward with a solid foundation. In the Northern Hemisphere, we are in the winter season. We just passed the winter solstice. We are currently in the cardinal earth sign of Capricorn until January 20th, and the moon is a waning gibbous and losing light and currently in the mutable earth sign of Virgo. So we have two earth signs that we are currently in, astrologically speaking, and later in this week, the moon will be moving into the cardinal air sign of Libra, where it will be half full, half lit. So for this week, primarily speaking, we've got some really great energy coming from this new year, coming from this representation of a new beginning, and really taking this time to look back and look forward simultaneously. Winter is, in essence, it comes first in alchemy. It's the beginning of a process. It represents the beginning of a process. It's like this sacred pause you know if you think of so right now the moon is in the sign of virgo and virgo in the tarot is the hermit and in that card you see someone who is who has completely separated themselves from their community from their daily life and has gone off on uh, a solo journey in order to introspect on everything that they've learned everything that they've done experienced and tuning into their own perception, into their own concepts of what is divine to them, what is working for them, what isn't working for them. Virgo energy is really good for that. It's good for being analytical and critical, responsible. It's very insightful and it loves order. It rules our sixth house, which deals with our daily routine and our health how our habits affect us, how our everyday mundane habits affect our future. 
And so that is why this time is like, it's really exciting because all of the work that you put in in 2023, because 2023 felt like, it felt like a slow grind, right? It felt like you wanted to keep pushing forward. You wanted to keep some kind of momentum that just like wasn't picking up. You meant well, but the physical wasn't reflecting back to you what you were feeling inside. And the next thing you knew, you would be going through some kind of ego death, turmoil situation, and it would make you question where you were in your process. It would make you question where you were in your journey. All year, it was like this push and pull, push and pull, transforming, letting go, transforming, letting go. And to me, what that really was doing, okay, if you think about it in terms, because we're in mad earth elements right now, we're in Capricorn and Virgo energy right now. So we're going to think about the earth right now. We're going to think about how the natural cycles of things guide us and how they show us how we ourselves all operate within our own cycles, right? Within our own behavioral, emotional, mental cycles. And so this is a perfect time to take a look at where we are. We are in the winter season. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, this is a powerful marker. It represents stabilized energy that you've created, okay? And when you think about the earth, when you think about farming, right, You have to tend to the earth. You have to tend to your crops in a very structured, consistent, flowing type of way. You have to flow with the weather. You have to flow with how the crops do. You have to flow with the pests. You have to flow with, you know, having a good harvest or bad harvest. It's in spite of your efforts can be very unpredictable. Okay. And I feel like 2023, That's that was all year. It was like, in spite of our best efforts, we're still getting unpredictable outcomes. We're still balancing shit out. Because that was the part of the cycle where we had to clear and heal, strengthen and work on. It's like the seven of wands where you are constantly battling yourself. You are constantly battling energies outside of you in order to maintain what you have built, what you are trying to build. And the visual on that card is so fucking funny to me because it has a man, he is standing on higher ground, but he's fighting off seven wands coming from below him. You can't see who's holding these wands, right? All of our issues, all of our struggles are different, but you can see this person fighting off these seven wands and the poor man is like, you can see the grimace on his face. He is struggling. His, he's got two different shoes on. <laughs> and that energy speaks so hard to the year that we just had. But this is why this moment, this particular moment in time is so powerful and exciting Because what we did in 2023 was we trusted in the universe, (laughs) which is not an easy feat to do. We trusted in ourself. We never gave up. And because of that, we were able to really take a look at the things that weren't working for us. Taking a look at the roots of who we are at a soul level. Because you can't go through ego death after ego death after ego death without coming to realize that something isn't working. 
And those tower moments, as painful as they are, they offer the opportunity to fix what isn't working. That's what the universe is trying to tell us in those moments. When you come out of that sadness, when you come out of that darkness, you come out a little bit stronger, you come out a little bit smarter, and with any luck, you come out with a glimmer of a solution to that problem, right? So as a farmer, taking a look at the land that you have cultivated for yourself, taking a look at what you are dealing with, what you're working with, and making sure that that land, that earth is ready and prepared to plant the seeds of the future, pulling out all of the rotten roots from our past, from our behaviors, our toxic thought patterns, all of the rotten roots that have grown over the course of our lifetime, all of the bad behaviors, all of the things that are harming us. We have been pulling out, we have been ripping those out one by one by one. And now, and now there's this feeling of room to grow. Oh my God. Room to grow because baby, you are going to grow. The seeds that you are planting are not only going to influence and affect your future, but they're going to affect future generations. So, The work that you do today, the work that you have been doing for yourself is monumental for your future. It's not just about, can I manifest this? Can I get this? Can I, can I reach this next level? It's about the bigger picture. You have built a foundation that is secure. It may not feel like a lot right now. It may not feel like all the work that you've been putting in has been reflected back to you, right? In the physical, but it's it's, it will, okay? In order to build an empire, it has to have a proper foundation. You have to be strategic. It has to be sustainable. You have to think long-term, right? And that can be really difficult to do when you are struggling in the moment to clear out body trauma, when you are struggling in the moment to pay your bills, when you are struggling in the moment because you're sick and you can't work and you can't do shit. I never get sick. And I got sick more times last year than I remember. That's bogus, man. That's bogus. But every time I healed from whatever I got sick from, I came out stronger. I came out with a clearer vision of how to behave moving forward. It gave me time. It slowed me down to pay attention to my body and remember and prioritize all the things that are important. And we're going to go week by week. I have so many messages for this year. I'm so excited for this year. I'm so excited for this community. But we're going to go week by week and break down just in baby steps how to keep this momentum going, how to keep this energy healthy, right? Because it's all about sustaining. It's all about maximizing your energetic input and output for your highest good. It's remembering how strong you are, how powerful you are, how capable you are, how brilliant you are, and knowing that because we are stepping into this new level of the game where we are living on our highest timeline, we're going to be faced with new challenges. And that's good because spirit says you're going to fail 100 times before you figure out what's good, but you are never going to actually fail. You will always learn. Thomas Edison was an American inventor and businessman, and he developed many devices uh, in fields such as electric power generation, mass communication, sound recording, hello, and motion pictures. And he said, I have not failed. 
I've just found 10,000 ways that don't work. (laughs) And I love this quote so much because that alone shows how much diligence and willpower he had in spite of his failures, right? We have the gift of mass communication. We have the gift of sound recording, which is so important to our evolution. The inventions that he created in his lab were revolutionary and they changed the course of history. This is the type of shit I'm talking about with the things that you are building, with the things that you are creating, okay? It may feel like you're just failing after failing after failing after failing, but this year, there's something about the energy of this year where you are going to get to a point where those decisions become a higher return on investment. They become more loving. They become more self-supporting. You are embodying your energetic independence, okay? And what I mean by that is, think of the hermit again, right? This person is out on their own. They have chosen to separate themselves from outside energies in order to figure out who the fuck they are, okay? And those choices to do that are going to set you up for for knowing what serves you, right? This is your reality. You are creating all of this. It doesn't matter what Susie next door thinks. It doesn't matter what your mom thinks. All that matters are the choices that work for you, the things that are serving you. And the more you say yes to yourself, the more you are honest with yourself, the more you are constructively critical of yourself, the more powerful decisions you can make, the better decisions you can make. When you start thinking about your energy as a form of currency, you're going to realize what to prioritize. You're going to realize that your routine is going to sustain you long term so that you can bring about these manifestations, so that you can continue to grow in strength and mental and emotional agility. And by giving yourself what you want, by serving yourself, the universe is going to start reflecting that dog. We have crossed over into this timeline where the choices that we have made because we have cleared out the old rotten roots, the old rotten ways of doing things and speaking to ourselves and behaving, we have flipped the script on that, right? We are in flip mode. We are now on that timeline where the physical world is going to start mirroring us. I'm going to pull a card of the year, a rune of the year, a portal card for 2024. We're going to talk about the best self-care plans and we're going to get channeled messages from spirit. And we are going to go into 2024 strong as shit in our power, channeling our highest self and making the most out of the precious, priceless energy that we have cultivated for ourselves. Happy New Year, babe. Let's do this. cards and I have them sitting here in front of me and the energy is so dope it's so good it's so fiery and I'm sweating already okay (laughs) I think that's a good sign I haven't gone through the meanings of all of them yet I have a general sense of what they are trying to tell me but 
let's get into the details together. I want to experience this together with you, okay? We're building the foundations for our 2024 together. So let's start with the card of the year, the tarot card for this year. (gasps) It's from a new deck and the kings of this deck have a feminine version of them. They have their own separate feminine versions and the feminine king of wands popped out. The image is of a woman holding a staff with stars and sparkles and explosive energy coming out of it and she holds it close to her chest close to her heart she looks like the queen of hearts she is all in red and she has a giant massive blooming rose behind her and she's looking at the viewer right into the eyes very intense but very soft loving and knowing and confident And it says, the female king of wands is a woman all dressed in red standing in the midst of a garden. The deep color of her cape and the red rose stand for passion, strength, and energy. Tall plants are growing next to her and around her, leaving very little space. In this dense atmosphere, the female king brings light and clarity with her wand. A bright beam of shining stars emerges out of the wand and illuminates the sky. Against all obstacles and complexities, the king of wands will always find a solution and a way to move forward, leading the people out of darkness. You guys, what? (laughs) Its meaning can mean magnetism, leadership, visionary, mastermind, authority, and decisiveness. Oh, woo-woo-woo-woo-wee-woo-woo. And its reversed meaning, which it came out upright, but its reversed meaning could reflect dominance, reluctance, and uninspired direction. Wow. Okay, so typically the king of wands is a masculine energy, and this can get a little confusing, but stick with me. The stereotypical king of wands from the RWS deck is depicted as a masculine energy. It's the point in the cycle when you are able to nurture yourself well enough to take divine action, right? You have gone past the creative beginnings. You have gone past the taking action, the failing, the trying, the trial and error, and you have even nurtured yourself well enough, created a sustainable enough routine to where you are sitting on your throne. We are finally sitting in our fucking garden that we have built and cultivated so much so to the point that the things that we have planted are taking over. They're dense. They need to be tended to, right? But because we are the feminine king, we can do it all. We can continue to take care of our crops, take care of our projects, take care of our manifestations that we are growing that we are calling into us. We are taking care of ourselves through daily practices, daily routines that manage our health, manage our mental health, manage our emotional health. And we've gone through enough trial and error emotionally. We have cleared and let go and released the past to the point where now that anything that comes along, any trials that come along, we can get through it safely and in the healthiest way possible. 
we can take divine action while also nurturing ourselves and nurturing our dreams, speaking kindly to ourselves, celebrating our wins. Like this is that having having your own cheerleader worked within your own system, within your own software. You now have that angel on your shoulder that is cheering you on, that is helping you move forward. And you have the devil on your other shoulder, you know, still speaking to you, still still trying to knock you off course, still acting as your shadow side to show the duality in those things. But you're like, mm, okay, okay, devil. Okay, shadow side. I hear you. That's good data. That's upsetting to me. That makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that. I don't agree with that. So I'm going to use that to make better choices, to make better decisions. And then your angel is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the devil's like, no, but, but what about this? What about this? And you are able to discern. That is what the female king of wands does, baby. She discerns so hard that she's able to transform again and again and again every single day. With every single choice that she makes, she grows that garden even bigger. She grows that garden to bear more fruit. And she knows how to use that magic wand. She knows how to use her resources. She knows the power of her own fucking magic dog. You are energetically independent. You don't need anybody to come and save you. You don't need anybody to come and build your garden for you. Because you can build that shit for yourself now, dog. You have come to the point in your journey where you are able to look at your past and stand firmly in your own foundation. You have given yourself the gift of energetic independence and your guides are like, yeah. You have built a home within yourself. That is something that no one can take away from you. That level of self-love and confidence cannot be paid for. It cannot be bought and it cannot be taken away. Can I get an amen? Oh my God. And the world was on the top of the deck and the seven of cups was on the bottom of the deck. And that to me says that you are coming to a point in your journey where you are able to recognize the things that are in your highest alignment, choose those things and close out cycle after cycle after cycle. Remember, we live in cycles, we learn in cycles, we grow in cycles and this year, 2024, we are able to sit on our throne in our beautiful garden of our own creation and continue to put that work in, rule our kingdom, rule our queendom with healthy choices, healthy boundaries, and the power of magic leading the way. I also want to mention your dreams, okay? Because that is specific to the king of wands, the King of Wands is a dream walker. Not only does he flip mode it in his everyday life, not only is he going with the flow and being a confident, sexy motherfucker day to day, he works in the dream time too. Taking that nurturing aspect of this card and getting enough sleep, scheduling self-care into your routine so you can sustain a healthy day to day. A healthy long term. And because the King of Wands specifically talks about dream walking, this could be a very interesting year in regards to your dreams and how your dreams reflect your day to day. How you can maybe even problem, I'm hearing you can problem solve in your dreams. 
And what that does is that helps clear out your subconscious. I feel like there's a massive clearing and healing within the collective subconscious so that we can start connecting to one another. If we have a clear subconscious, we can lead with our heart. We can make better choices. That's, that's what this whole episode is all about knowing how to proceed, knowing how to move forward with the strong foundation that we have created. And if you feel called to record and document your dreams, I feel like they are going to not only mirror what's happening in your physical world, but they're going to help you understand yourself better. They're going to help you see what's coming. I really truly feel that the more you heal, the more you step into your power, your subconscious mirrors that. I keep doing this. I keep not turning my alarms off. <laughs> There's a reason, man. And this one, hello, spirit. <laughs> that one in particular is set to remind me that my divine counterpart, whoever they may be, my twin, my soul mate in this lifetime, loves me as I need to be loved. And we'll get into that because that's a part of this year too. I'm thinking this is going to be an interesting year for relationships, okay? So we'll get into that. But I'm still talking about what a badass you are. Okay, so documenting your dreams, seeing how the work that you're doing in your physical is being reflected in your dreamscape, right? And exploring that realm too. You're like, oh God, another thing to do. It's just if you feel called to do it. I know that recently my dreams have been reflecting my physical life and it is trippy dog. It's like I have crossed into a whole new timeline where my dreams are now speaking to my physical waking life. It's wild and I'm very excited to see how that develops. Side note, I heard Spirit say that this year you're going to awaken gifts that you may have never even heard of before. Because of the work that you're doing for yourself, you are going to unlock skills that you never even knew you had, dog. That's what the King of Wands does, right? The King of Wands knows he has the wisdom of a thousand generations within him and that he has skills that he has yet to unlock. That's why he does work in the dreamscape because he's a go-getter. He is a visionary. He is a pioneering spirit, just like you. And it's not enough for him to transform and evolve in the physical. He wants to do it subconsciously as well. So both his subconscious and conscious and super conscious mind are all working together as one. And what that does is unlock mad skills. It unlocks magic that you didn't even know was possible. Oh my God, the collective, I'm so fucking excited for the collective. It's going to be such an interesting moment in time, you guys. Holy shit. Okay, I'm going off on a tangent. All right. <laughs> Crushing it in the energetic realm. Okay, now let's look at the ruins for this year. Now, the first one we have is now this, now this, which is really interesting because it's pronounced now this, now this. Okay, and it's one of the ruins of the Elder Futark. And it concerns itself with the nature of desire and explores need. 
Okay. The design of the rune resembles two sticks being rubbed together to cause fire, and the word can mean mead fire. Now this warns about obsessions around needs and desires, particularly in regards to love and possessions. The Norse saw the potential for greed in both areas. Okay, remember angel and devil sitting on your shoulder. While we need both love and a certain number of possessions, we must be discerning and ask ourselves what is necessary and what is excess. Another question to consider is, what does an insatiable drive for riches or bottomless hunger for love actually cost? Because of its association with love, now this is also commonly used in love magic. Women were said to draw the rune on the back of a piece of jewelry and hide it in their clothing to attract a particular lover. As a rune governed by fire, now this was said to increase passion or alternatively to temper it. And it says, break free of obsessions. A new love will come into your life. You need less than you think. Be wise about separating needs from wants. Moderation is key. Love, but not too much. Burn, but do not burn yourself. Attract, but not so you cannot be free. Desire, but without obsession. I am now this. Okay, so interesting. It's really, to me, is reiterating that this year is asking us to really let go of what no longer serves us, okay? And that means, right, possessions, relationships. It means choices that don't serve us. And that can be a whole path amongst itself, right? This is what this rune is trying to get us to focus on really acting on what doesn't serve us and what does and being mature about those choices because it's one thing to take accountability for your own life. It's a whole other thing to take accountability for your loved ones. And there's nothing wrong with needing boundaries. There's nothing wrong with sticking up for yourself and giving yourself what you need because ultimately that is going to benefit the unit. It's going to benefit your relationships. It's going to benefit the collective around you. And when you are a role model for yourself, you become a role model for your friends, for your family, for your children. Being aware of obsessive behavior, being aware when no longer serves you because we are the king of wands. We can do anything. We create our own magic. We are energetically independent. We don't need anybody else to make us feel whole. But this is where it gets interesting because when you start to feel whole, when you really start to take care of yourself, you start attracting people that also do that, that reflect that energy back to you. It's exciting, but it can also be really triggering. You know, we, we've just come out of these bad habits. We've just come out of this push and pull energy and it's it feels to me like spirit's going to plant some beautiful blessings right in front of us and it's up to us to say yes and welcome those in to be able to receive them and we can receive all things through moderation right being wise about separating needs from wants taking a look at our physical environment and seeing what we actually use and what's just taking up space And that helps heal our lack. That helps heal 
all of the things that can hold us back this year, right? Okay. The next one is Athila. And Athila is the rune of ancestors and family. It also speaks to relationships, suggesting that if you have good relationships with those around you, particularly your blood kin, as well as good relationship with your own body, your health, you are as rich as if you had chests of gold. Oh my God, this is so interesting. Because this to me speaks of future generations, right? The choices you make today are going to affect future generations. And whether or not you have children, you have a family. You have friends that have children. You may want to create things that outlast you, that outlive you. And those things can be non-physical. They can be traditions. They can be memories. They can be education, teaching others what you know so that they don't make the same mistake and that they make better choices, and it all gets passed down. This rune asks us to see that even if we dislike members of our family, in our blood and DNA, we carry positive aspects of our ancestors. Our forebearers may be responsible for our particularly beautiful physical feature we possess, or our ability to easily pick up a certain skill like music or creativity. Whether or not we are aware of which ancestor passed on a particular gift, Othila reminds us to be thankful to our ancestral line for the gifts we have received from them. For the Vikings, ancestor worship was an important aspect of their spiritual tradition. Forebears and bloodline were a very important part of a Viking's identity and contributed to their sense of their own inherent power. Descendants kept particularly beloved ancestors alive, quote-unquote, by naming children after them. The Norse also prayed to ancestors for guidance and kept their burial mounds well-tended. The dead were often buried near the living so as to keep them close to their families. At memorial feasts, one by one, guests would drink memorial toasts, called mini, to honor the life and energy of the recently deceased. In this way, the Norse believed they honored the dead enough to receive continued help after their family members' passing. The deceased were said to give the living good advice when consulted, help with the fertility of the land and animals, and chase away negative energies. This is like the ancestors are like, hi, hello, utilize us. You have the skills that we have built over generations, not only in your DNA, but you have access to us all day, every day. You can talk to us all day, every day. We may not answer you in the way that you understand, but... We will show you in some way or another. We will guide you in some way or another. This says we are rich if we have our family, our friends, and our health. Ancestral energy becomes important. A gift of inheritance may be forthcoming. Oh, that's interesting. It says, I am the result of a thousand lifetimes of love, of bravery, of tears, of joy, of skills, of connection, the bloodlines that flow. I am Athila. There's so many messages in that. You are the result of a thousand lifetimes lived before you, dog. And all of those lifetimes are built in your DNA. We are realizing through science how our DNA changes and shifts throughout our life right? It's not just at the time of birth. It's not just 
a one and done thing. Our DNA, our whole body, the chemical makeup of our body is constantly adjusting to our environment, to our every action. Everything you have learned, you have experienced, the love, the hate, the courage, the fear, the joy, new skills, failures, new connections, letting go of old ones. All of those things are getting calculated and processed through your DNA, which you will pass down to future generations. And if you don't do it physically through having children, your words and your actions are going to affect other people's energy. It's going to make a ripple effect out into the world. Whatever you create, whatever you birth is going to send a ripple effect out into the world just like Thomas Edison's inventions, how they have helped encourage evolution, dog. And getting back to what's real, getting back to what matters. So much about this time in history is getting back to nature, getting back to what's good, understanding that we are constantly being sold a bag of goods. We are constantly being advertised to. We are constantly being pulled and pushed into directions of external goods and happiness and joy. That's a lie, okay? And spirit and the ancestors are like, (laughs) ding, they're like, hi, hello, we're here. We are helping you and guiding you always. Your loved ones in the astral are safe They are with you always. Your family is safe because you are at the helm of your family fleet, right? And even if your blood family is something that you embrace or reject for your own health and safety, know that even the shadow aspect of those people, the shadow aspect of your ancestors, the things that caused pain and suffering are clues to your growth, are clues to how you can turn your weaknesses into strength. So for 2024, we've got the badass energy of the female king of wands. We are going to transform the shit out of our world and we are going to call in our manifestations physically and apparently through relationships. And we're being asked to remember what's good for us, remember to prioritize what's good for us. And we do that through a proper routine and through proper self-care, which we will get into as well. (laughs) My phone is dinging off the hook. Maybe I should, I don't want to turn it on silent because those are synchronicities that are important, right? These are communication from the energetic realm. But with all the dings that I'm getting, Spirit just really wants to reiterate that you are not alone. You have this community to fall back on. You have the spiritual community to fall back on. And you have your ancestors to fall back on. Think of how many fucking ancestors you have, dog. Even if you're an orphan, right? You can make up your own ancestors. Find people throughout history that you admire and make them your ancestors. If it's going to help you grow and heal and become a stronger, better version of you, fuck it, dog. You write that narrative for yourself. Nobody can tell you if that's true or not. And if they can, fuck it. As long as you're not hurting anybody, you talk to whoever you need to talk to in order to make your world a better place. Okay, moving on to the gateways of light that we have opened for ourselves for this particular year, okay? 
And what I pulled was the Seraphim's Gateway and the Central Sun. And I'm going to read from them both. The Seraphim's Gateway is all about voice activation, which is interesting because we talked about mass communication via Thomas Edison. Voice activation, angelic attunement, and divine support. The seraphim are the highest form of angelic beings who are said to radiate from the heart of source. They have been described in many different ways through the ages, but what is common is the idea that a brilliant light emanates from them. The word seraphim means burning ones, for in ancient times light was associated with fire as this was the main source of light within homes. Are we sensing a trend here? This is going to be a very fiery year. It's also the year of the dragon, the wood dragon in Chinese astrology. And fire is spirit, it's passion, it's creativity, it's transformation, it's rising from the ashes like a phoenix. These beings of infinite light are essentially divine love that is taking on an angelic form in order to serve the universe. When they have appeared physically, they have been described as having six wings, and they are known for their heavenly voices. In fact, miraculous planetary shifts are reported to take place when they sing. In the heavenly realms, they sing in constant praise of the Creator. Other angelic presences report to them with regard to their spiritual duty, as it were. It doesn't operate in such a linear way, but this is the best way for us to understand the process. If you have ever woken up hearing your name being sung, the seraphim have visited you. When they come to you, know that you are blessed to be in the presence of angelic beings that emanate directly from the heart of source. Their voices will help awaken the angelic presence you hold within so that you can support the expansion of the world. Now this says if you want to connect, visualize yourself immersed in golden light, then say, thank you, mighty seraphim, for blessing me with your loving presence and for supporting me in awaking the angelic qualities I have within. It says, you are blessed to receive the light of the seraphim. Know that these beings of infinite light are singing your name to the heavens to unlock the power of your own voice. Angelic support surrounds you at this time. Know that you are safe, for you are being held by the presence of love. The seraphim are witnessing the glory of your being and activating your angelic qualities. You care deeply about the welfare of the planet and all her beings. In fact, you are hoping to make a great difference in the world. And the reason for this is you are carrying angelic light. Let it shine on the world around you, dog. I got some angels in my community. Oh my gosh. And there's another connection there to waking up, right? After your dreams, waking up. How are you feeling after you're waking up? Do you feel good? Do you still feel stuck? Letting the angels guide you, knowing that they are here and knowing that there are many different stories out there that can help you understand what it is you're going through. Mm-hmm. See? And... You can pick the ones that best serve you and let the heroes of those stories guide you. Let them tell you what's good so that you aren't making the same mistakes as them or whatever the case may be. That's beautiful. You are so protected. You are so loved because, oh, I got emotional. Mm. I, I got emotional a couple of times during this reading and it's because it's hidden because I'm like so proud of us. But it's because of the work that you're doing. 
it's because of who you are becoming. The creator, God's source, whatever you want to call it, loves somebody that doesn't give up, loves somebody that says no to quitting, supports the ones who take the advice of the devil and make better choices than him. You do not fear your future because you are building a better one. And the more of us that can build a better foundation, a better world within our own realities, the more that reflects out to Mother Earth, the more that reflects out to our planet, to our government, to our society, to our economy, right? All of this is so that we can go out into the world and create a better one. And the angels and the creator are absolutely going to support that work, right? We are no longer doing work for the devil. We are doing work for the creator. And the angels are like flying in like, we've been watching you this whole time. We've been loving you this whole time. We've been protecting you this whole time. But there are things coming that are new to you that can feel beyond you, right? If new relationships are coming in, if the physical is going to start manifesting this year, that's a whole new level to this game. That's a whole new level to all of this. And we're just being reminded of the fact that we're not alone in our journey, okay? And not only are you not alone, but your voice is being activated. And the smarter you can speak, the better you can listen, the more powerful your voice becomes, the more powerful your manifestations become. So spirit is just like, you're on the right track. You are absolutely divinely supported. We hope you feel safe enough to dream bigger. We hope you feel safe enough to not go after materialistic things, but rather go after the things that really fill your cup. And the next one I have, there was two, two gateways for this year. And the next one is the central sun. And the central sun is all about abundance downloads, regeneration, and motherfucking success, you guys. It says, our sun is the center of our solar system, solar being the key word. All the planets orbit it. We use this journey to measure time, space, and even our birthday. The sun helps us connect with our journey and see how far we've come. It is just far enough away to create the perfect conditions for Earth to become abundant with life. In ancient Greece, the sun was known as Helios. In ancient Egypt, it was Ra. Worldwide, the ancients knew the importance of the sun. The earliest sky gazers worshipped it because daily it would disappear over the horizon, leaving the darkness and mystery of night. It was clear that it had governance over light and life. So we learned early on that the sun was needed for us to survive and thrive. The sun is therefore a vital energetic vortex in the physical realm. But on the spiritual level, it is a portal of divine light that we connect with through the inner universe. It's a spiritual gateway representing the center of the multiverse, a sacred energetic portal that irradiates infinite inspirational light. Okay, so that ding was on the word multiverse. It's a spiritual gateway representing the center of the multiverse. <sighs> Do you remember me talking about my dreams feeling like I witnessed a complete transfer of timelines? Like my dream predicted something that happened in the physical. And to me, that felt like there were multiple storylines going on. Like 
this thing happened in my dream. It didn't quite happen in real life, but it was so similar. The multiverse, the fact that there are multiple realities happening all at once, and we have the power to see, or we are have the ability to see what the best timeline is, what the highest timeline is. I jump timelines. Like I was able to witness something because of the work that I've been doing. We are entering into a time where we are connecting with the inner universe. This is what I mean. I feel like clearing out our subconscious, healing our subconscious, we are able to communicate collectively. We are able to communicate more clearly. This says the great central sun is shining brightly in your life and upon your world. This is a time to regenerate. Tiredness and old energy are being washed away. Old skins have peeled off to reveal a sacred and more aligned you. This is an exciting time. Amen. Amen. Central sun energy is magnetic and all powerful, opening you up to light and supporting you as you express your own light in this lifetime. New ideas, new opportunities, and experiences come easily to you at this time. Like the sun kissing the perfectly ripe soil, the seeds you have planted are being encouraged to grow, dog. (sighs) Spirit, I love when you confirm what I say. Realize that in order to go beyond your horizon, it's important for you to welcome energetic exchanges. When you help others, you let yourself be helped in return. When you invest energy in projects, you let energy be invested in yourself. (gasps) Okay, just like I was saying, new levels and this new year is going to push us beyond our comfort zone. And you're like, I've been living outside of my comfort zone for a long fucking time. When am I ever going to be in my comfort zone? But at this point in time, we are getting to that place. Things take time, right? Farmers know that this realm takes time. When you plant a seed, that shit takes a minute to grow, to sprout, and to be able to bear fruit. But when you invest energy in yourself, that energy comes back to you. It becomes reflected back to you in relationships. It becomes reflected back to you in the physical. What you give comes back. And that's why our energy is so priceless. That's why it has to be maintained. That's why it has to be taken care of long-term because what we give out comes back to us. We are going to be shown the way. Our angels, our ancestors are going to help us understand what we are seeing, what we are being given so we know how to receive because it sounds like our manifestations and our relationships are going to be turned up a natural. If you're single, it sounds like you're going to be meeting new people. If you are creating things, it sounds like you're going to start seeing that in the physical. You're going to start seeing it build momentum. If you are learning new skills like how to become an entrepreneur or how to manage your finances, you are going to be able to take the proper steps needed to transform your old ways of doing things into proper high return investments. This year is all about taming your ego, which you're so good at, and making better choices that reflect your highest self and in return bring that back to you in the physical. 
via your relationships and your manifestations, dog. It is time to move beyond what you know, to be seen, to push through, to know that you are a badass motherfucker, king of wands, dog. You are magical, transformative, you are sexy, you are brilliant, you are confident, you are sitting on your throne like the badass that you are. That is your throne. You built that for yourself in your beautiful, magical garden. The life that you have built, you are trusting that the universe has a better plan for you and spirit says you're going to do much better than you expected this year. I keep getting that too. Becoming more strategic to succeed in the long term that is going to bring about returns that you've never seen before, you've never experienced before. And if you're like me, that could get tricky when it comes to receiving. But remember, your angels are with you always, always, always. And your ancestors can help you and support you. Your family, your friends, there is a whole community of people out there. How many billions of people out there in the world If you think of them as your brothers and sisters rather than your enemies and friends, you will realize you have more help and support than you can, you even know what to do with, right? If you think of, it's so cheesy, but if you think of the world as one big family, knowing that you don't have to spend the rest of your life connecting with them, but if you can look at them as resources and support And the opportunity to exchange good energy and to learn and to grow, you will see that we are surrounded by people that can help us along our way. That's beautiful. Okay, so finally, we've got um, some self-care ideas, themes for this year that Spirit wants us to embrace. And the three main topics that I'm seeing are what you ingest, what you take in, who you spend your time with, and how you create an environment around you, okay? So the first part is what you ingest, what you take in. And Spirit wanted me to focus on music. Music is an international language. It is all about frequency and vibration, words, feelings, right? Music invokes feelings within our energy chakras. And So many other things do that as well, right? Social media, the news, any kind of media in general can evoke negative or positive things, thoughts, feelings within us, reactions within us. So it's really important this year to focus on what it is you're taking in, right? How much time are you spending on social media? How much time are you spending on listening to the news, What kind of music are you listening to? Is that music helping you or hindering you throughout your day? There are so many different resources online, free resources that we can utilize that can help us raise our vibrations, raise our mindset, help us to complete our tasks in a more efficient, healthy way. For instance, if I need to concentrate on something, I will turn on binaural beats that help me focus, right? Because certain frequencies speak to different energetic centers and they can help you stay focused. They can help you channel your desires. Music can help you clarify so much in your life. It can help you get through tough times. It can help enhance 
your relationships. But just like everything else, it has a dualistic nature. If you're listening to chaotic music while you're trying to work, it'll be hard to focus. If you're listening to something with lyrics or that is speaking while you are trying to work, you won't be able to get the job done efficiently. If you are trying to meditate, music may help you get into that space of transcendence, that space of focus. And there's also messages about creating your own music, right? If you've always wanted to learn an instrument, take little baby steps towards learning that instrument. If you don't have a lot of money, try online resources first and see how it feels. See if you like it. There may be resources within your community where you can try out different instruments for a time and see how that goes and see what feelings that evokes. See how that makes you feel and if that's something that you desire. Music has been with us since the dawn of time. It is a way we can express ourselves. It is a way we can understand how we behave, what matters, and going beyond that, creating music for ourselves. Learning a new skill is only going to help you develop and evolve other aspects of your life because music is one of the few things in this world that connects our left brain with our right. And building that muscle memory, learning a new instrument helps build confidence and it helps our brain communicate with itself. So number one, Being cognizant of the stuff that you take in over the course of your day, of the content that you consume and what that does to you, what that makes you feel, and if that is taking you away from the things that really matter to you, okay? Number two are the relationships. That's a big one for this year, okay? Family, friends, loved ones, and new people, Being open, right? Spirit was talking about being open to new people coming into your life. You have pulled out the roots and the relationships of the past. You have cleared out behaviors that you don't want to be reflected back to you. And so now that has prepared you for opening up to better, opening up to new Loving family helps with reminding us where we come from. It helps ground us. It gives us a support system. And allowing yourself the time and space to find your own voice, to find your path, it requires support. It requires external support. It requires you to go out to find support in the physical. And if you've been in a state of avoidance when it comes to your relationships, Know that your soul is asking you to open up. Your soul is asking you to receive better. Not to open up so you can receive the same old, same old, but to open up to people who can teach you, who can guide you, who can support you, who are in the same space as you, and to remember that you're not alone in the physical that ding that I got about my future <clears throat> my future soulmate loving me as I need to be loved, that all comes from knowing what I need. That all comes from me being able to communicate to myself what I need so that I can communicate that to others. You've been doing that work. You're ready to receive that love. You deserve that love. You are worthy of that love. You don't need to prove to anybody that you need that love. But peaceful relationships are so important to our growth. 
And if we can find forgiveness in our hearts, if we can forgive ourselves, if we can forgive others, then we can open ourselves to more resources, more support, more engagement with the world around us. And that's important for evolutionary growth. It's important for our emotional growth. This year, look for opportunities to heal any old wounds with family members or relationships. And if that's not possible, you know, if certain people are too triggering, if certain scenarios are too triggering, try finding peace through meditation and by setting the intention to transform any negativity into feelings of love. It's all about doing what's best for you. It's all about finding what's best for you, who is best for you. And this year, if we can find any problem areas that remain in relation to our families, our friends, how do you think that healing those issues, resolving those issues will impact your life? Because again, we're thinking long term, right? I don't want to do this journey alone. It's why I do this podcast. I want to know that there is a community out there that wants to do better too that wants to share that good good with me. Building a family can be biological and it can just be spiritual as well. It doesn't have to bring the law into it. It doesn't have to be legal. There doesn't have to be a piece of paper confirming that you are connected to somebody. Family can be whatever you need it to be in order to be your best self. That's tough. That's tough. But we are whole right? We have done the work. We have built a proper foundation. We are home within our body. So we are whole. So now it is time this year when we are ready, following the natural cycles of things, whatever the universe brings into our life, being open to receiving, being open to experiencing what that has to offer us because we don't know what's coming. We don't know what beautiful blessing is around the corner And if we're stuck in old stagnant energy, we may not be able to receive it. I have a card here that says, stick with the people who pull the magic out of you and not the madness. That is the key right there, dog. You know in your heart of hearts who pulls out the magic in you and who doesn't. So again, investing in the right relationships, in the right people, and you will know who those people are when you meet them. Okay, and finally, paying attention to your physical space, paying attention to your home, paying attention to all of the things, the material things that you have, your possessions, and what to do with them. You know, as we change and evolve and grow, certain things are going, we're going to outgrow them or we're just not going to need them. They're not going to serve us. So constantly being mindful of your space keeping it clean, keeping a ritual, maybe making an altar, creating a space that serves you. And it wasn't until, personal story, it wasn't until my life blew up without warning a few years ago that I had to move back in with my mom for some time so that I could regroup and rebuild. And she is and always has been one of the cleanest people I know. She will tell you that she wasn't always the cleanest person, which is shocking to me. But she taught me the importance of keeping a clean space, of making your bed, of putting stuff away if you're not using it. And that has changed my life, you guys. 
So I resonate with this. I've been doing this and I will tell you that keeping a clean, organized space and giving away all the things that you really don't need or use anymore, giving it to Goodwill, recycling it, selling it, will clear up your life so that you can think more clearly, you can act more efficiently because you're not worried about all the chaos around you. And that can be tough with kids, but again, holding your boundaries and being clear about what works and what doesn't, setting that example for yourself and within that physical space, making time for self-care, taking walks outside, connecting with nature if you can, creating a beauty ritual or a ritual that makes you feel more confident, more beautiful, more handsome. The act of taking a shower, the act of washing your face is cleansing. It's getting rid of old energy. It's so good to just cleanse your body, just to wash yourself, to make food that you actually want to eat. Thinking about food that makes your mouth water and listening to your body and feeding yourself a diet that you actually want to eat and makes you feel better after eating it. Lots of veggies and fruit and good protein, whatever protein serves you. And know that that changes too. I've been vegan, vegetarian, and currently trying to be gluten-free. Not always, but gluten is gnarly. Sugar is gnarly. Learning about health and diet and how that affects you particularly. And last but not least, scheduling time where you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Scheduling time in your routine where you can just Netflix and chill, where you can read a book, where you can offer yourself the choice to do whatever the fuck feels good in that moment because one, it's good for the mental capacity. It's good for our minds to rest and relax and separate ourselves from the constant, I got to do this, I got to do this. Because not only is it good for your mental health, it provides new synchronicities. It provides new information, new clues. This is an interesting one. Anytime I sit down and watch a movie, anytime I sit down and read a book, I, I don't get 10 minutes into it before I click something resonates with me. Something pops up that I'm like, wait a minute, I've been seeing that all week. Wait a minute, I've been hearing that all week. Confirmations in the physical world, synchronicities in the physical world. Taking a walk, watching a movie, reading a book, scheduling self-care for yourself is going to help you connect with the world around you even more. Trust that the universe has a better plan than you do and stick to that. Constantly ask yourself what your higher self would do Know that you are on the right path. You will do so much better than you expected. You are becoming more strategic and your current goals are going to grow and grow and grow and you are going to evolve into your higher self and that's going to start reflecting back to you in the physical world. Spirit wants you to remain dedicated to what you're doing and be careful about who you share it with. Moving in silence while you continue to build because it's the best way to increase your personal power. Not giving that away, not sharing that before it's ready. Because sharing too much too soon, it can bring in negative energy to whatever you're doing. And we're kind of in that space where everything's still fragile. It's still winter time. 
We're still hibernating. We're still working out the kinks. We're still learning how to embody all of this and to make it our own. But that's 2024 in a nutshell. You're a badass motherfucker. You're magical. You're transformational. You are growing the garden reality of your dreams. You have new love, new opportunities, new people, new experiences coming into you. Be open to receive them. The angels are with you. You will have downloads coming in that are going to help you regenerate and build your success and remembering that everything you intake, everything you ingest over the course of your day is important and can help you on your journey. I am so excited for this year. I am so excited for all of the blessings that we have coming into us. Spirit, is there anything else you want to share with us? Are there any closing comments, any closing guidance? This is long as shit. I've got the Queen of Cups and the King of Swords. Remember, everything comes to you in divine timing. You get everything you want in divine timing, okay? It's not a punishment. It's a blessing. And what I'm realizing is that the blessings that we have coming in, the manifestations that we have coming in in the physical are so dope that if we didn't wait, that if we tried to rush the process, we would have missed it. We would not have been able to handle it. Our manifestations and relationships coming in this year are going to be so good for us. They're going to be so powerful and healing and regenerative that we had to wait, we had to do the work, we had to prepare ourselves, we had to train and prepare for them to come in. And that has made us stronger, it has made us smarter and more prepared for the beautiful shit that's coming our way. Nurture yourself this year and remember that everything you want comes in divine timing. The universe will bless you when you are ready. And the King of Swords is a leader because he speaks the truth. You are going to be building skills that you didn't even know you had. And you do that through your thoughts, your voice, your communication, your truth, baby. Your truth is going to open you up like the biggest, beautifulest, delicious smelling rose. And you are going to see how the work that you have been doing is setting you up for greatness. I'm so stoked for you. Happy 2024. Have a great week. Remember that we're chilling this week. We're not taking anything fast. We're not moving quickly, but we are stepping into our power. We are releasing what doesn't serve us. We are reflecting and introspecting and taking this moment in time to release the old and prepare for the new, the big, bad, beautiful new. Have a great week. Mad love to all of you. Those are all the messages I have for you today. Join us next week for more divinely channeled messages and guidance assisting us in this game called life. so much for listening please take care of yourself keep going 
and I'll see you on the other side.